Welcome to another episode of the Chicago Beast League podcast with your hosts, Alex and Chip. Today is Monday, September 18th, and folks, it's the Beast League Championship Week! And that's when we're going to have, like, clapping and stuff, Chip. Uh, Oh, oh, okay, bits, got it, okay. Take it away. Well, well, as you said, uh, we have a wonderful guest with us. Uh, Lo, can you say hello to the our amazing audience? Could you could you refer to me as three and low, uh, Chip? Three and low. <laughs> uh, okay, so let, we're gonna start that way. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this off my chest because I don't want to belabor this because it's it's it's. Um, it's not even 24 hours. I haven't had a moment to breathe or sleep. I didn't well, sleep had, last night. You've had and, basically. Uh, uh, it, if, you, if it makes you feel any better, like I think I've won like six games by breakdown. And also, Chip, I don't know why this is a surprise to you because I don't think you beat Low since he joined the league. <laughs> So, okay, okay. First off, Lo, you're my 2024 nemesis. You have officially supplanted Sunil. Uh, Sunil, don't worry. You're still uh, a public enemy uh, in terms of all the Fernie Willow fans. Um, but, Lo, I'm coming out to get you next year. I, uh, I'm not Team Lo anymore. I am anti-Lo um, for the foreseeable future. I did a, an analysis. I'll just start off. I did analyze back to 2018 when you started. And I, I believe I'm seven and five against you, um, Low or Al. I think you. I said we're nine and two. If I, I, yeah. I don't want to open up my app. Yeah, that's um, right. And because you didn't play him twice in the uh, 2020 year, right? Um, yeah. So I had a good run against you, Low, up until this year, where you beat me three times, and you're one of the reasons why I don't have a bat. You're the reason why I'm not in the playoffs anymore. And um, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> that's that's, I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's, that's, I'm gonna just close it off. There's just, we're gonna close out that uh, uh, point. I'm, I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm done. I, I love the villain monologue. It's like I'm like taped to a chair. <laughs> you're the reason I don't have a bat. You're the reason I'm out in the semis. It's you, Lowe. You. These are just facts. These facts. These are just facts. Uh, I'm not as superstitious and crazy like Alex. And you know, tying you up to the chair low and kind of flipping the coin, being like, "Is low going to make it or not?" Uh, (laughs) One of the stories that I want to tell was so Chip uh, came up to Seattle with the kiddos to go to the Mariners game yesterday, which was super cool. We had a lot of fun, even though Mm -hmm. you bought seats like directly in the sun, being like tired. Anyway. Um, so, you could have worn a hat. You could have worn sunglasses. I could have. But so as we're walking, we in the game where we're like, you know, there's the bridge you have to cross to get to the train and all this stuff. And Chip's like, I think he's like, I think it's over. He's like, we're tied 5-5. Five, five. I've got gap. And I still have Bellingham, uh, who's, you know, I just, if he gets me a run, then it's 5-5-4-5. Five, five, five. And, you know, we went, we went on to talk about like, okay, well, like, what are we going to record the pod this week? And then I, I insisted if it was Chip versus me, I was like, just the two of us. I don't want to guess because I don't want them to get, like, if Lowe comes on or if like Jay comes on, it's going to jinx me. So, mm. um, so anyway, so we were convinced for like 
a while. And then an hour, some, maybe an hour and a half. No, dude, you only realized like, did you realize? At dinner. Yeah, at dinner, which is, so anyway, like, two hours later, Chip's like, wait. <laughs> and then, so we watched, <laughs> we watched Bellinger's last at bat last night before Chip drove home. Um, but so, yeah, it was, it was very, it was a very close matchup between you guys last week. Uh, it ended in the tie, low one uh, with our tiebreak rules. Uh, congratulations, Lowe. This is your, you know, yes. the first expansion team to make the finals. And, um, you know, you had a great year. So, congrats, man. Thanks. I just hope you don't knock me out this year like you did last year. Well, Lowe, uh, I hope otherwise, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, this I, is I, good I, smack talk. Uh, let's yeah. save this for a little bit later. Um, All right, no, no, no problem. <laughs> no, it was a, so, it was it was a fun year. It was um, well, I think every year is fun. Like this this league yeah. is really competitive. Like, you, like I think my favorite part of this part of this this season was like just the trade deadline. Uh, just because it was just kind of kind of bonkers up to like the last minute, really. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I think I'm the only team that didn't make a trade. But and that's... you finished. So uh, a point that I made was I think you've won seven of your last eight games, uh, and the only loss came to Ken, who was also a playoff team. So no, no, uh, I lost to uh, I lost to Jay. Oh, I'm sorry, you lost to Jay, not Ken. Oh wow, that's I I don't know how you could do that, but yeah, his team um, hit like forty thousand home runs for some reason, like just that. <laughs> So quickly, kind of like you did last week. So quickly, um, uh, are you? I don't know if you had a chance to listen to last week's pod, but as we're talking about Jay, are you on board with the uh, trade embargo against Battle Evermore? John last week trade embargo against Jay. I quickly jumped on. Chip jumped on. Um, so, are, are, can you commit on the air for those listening whether or not uh, the real girls going wild will be embargoing? The Battle of Evnor. I mean, I I I missed like the trade. I I, I missed the the episode last week, so I, I still have to catch okay. up on it. But um, but no, like I'll I'll pretty much trade with anyone. Like as a matter of fact, uh, I, think I just got off of your trade embargo like this this year <laughs> after a one year trade embargo with you. So didn't you just say that you will trade with anybody? So you're going to do an embargo with me, but not with Jay, who deserves it. How can I trade with you if I'm being embargoed by you? True. Oh, that's, that's a fact. Wait, it was my embargo against you? It was your Correct. embargo against me. You sent a letter. No one really makes that many trades with Jay in the first place, and it's usually like the 26th man on, on a roster. So it's really inconsequential trades we're talking about that we're, we're embargoing. So, low, feel free. Feel free. Like, I, I get the Jay trades because I, I – I sometimes try to make them because it's just about making like the worst player in your team like better. <laughs> and so if you yeah. can, like, piecemeal it, like then maybe I yeah, you, you get, here's like, the problem though. I don't know. Like, you, you, I don't know what you get with it, but like it's it's a strategy. There's no, no risk. There's no risk. Yeah, there's no there's, there's no risk. It's like playing slots or or you know penny uh bets. It's it's a waste of time. Anyway. I feel like it's more roulette. Like you're just betting like black or red, and so like you might get it, so you might just get one for one or something like that. 
Well, an example of an interesting trade you and I made this year of uh, let's get into the season and, and some of your decisions, but you traded uh, Ellie for Jackson Churio. Yeah. And that was and a interesting trade at the time, right? I should have asked for a pick looking back on things, but but it was a very <laughs> trade. Like it was because it started off as uh, what what did you want? Uh, you were trying to do Bogarts for for, no. for Ellie. Yes, I, was, yeah. I, I think I traded Bogarts right around that time to, to Zavo. You traded to Zavo, but you initially tried to do that. Mm, yeah, I because I have Lindor. I feel like they're kind of the same player, so I'm not going to do that. But like, mm-hmm. I like Cheerio, and so. It, it worked out. Uh, when you countered, uh, I was so confused. Um, so, Alex, as an outsider, what did you think of that? It was a terrible trade. <laughs> I still don't know. I mean, so th- this is what I think happened. Um, I-, I think what Lowe did is that he made a deal with the fantasy baseball guys. And he's like, look, mm. I will trade Ellie in a one-for-one for Jackson Churio if you guarantee me that I make it to finals this year. And, Lowe, I mean, you're in the finals. So, if you – if you beat me, which is very likely, um, the trade may have been worth it because you're in the record books. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I was I was curious more about the timing because Churio was not going to come up at all this year, and I think there was consensus that De La Cruz was. I, not you can't predict what he did, right? Like I'm not saying that that Chip or anybody predicted that. But, like, at least, he was at least going to come up this year, which means he maybe closer. he's... He was closer. Yeah. yeah well, he's uh, closer. He's, he, I think he's, like, a year closer, and that's that's all that's right. All. Like, yeah. and, and my... And, like, he's also, like... You know, I think Churio has the potential to be, like, a five-tool player. I think he'll have a better average long-term. He won't strike out as much. And, like, I... You know, I, I, I just... I feel like, in the long run, I thought that Churio would be better than De La Cruz. So that's what right. I do. Okay. It's still, okay. It's still <laughs> entirely valid. Entirely valid. Hey, Chip, Chip, remind me, who did you trade Mike Trout for? Swear to God. Okay. So, Lo, your, your draft. Let's. I just want to pick on your draft just for a minute yeah. uh, since we've done it with everyone. Uh, just real quick, what was your the first two picks? Because you picked Logan Webb in the first, Ahmed Rosario, Luis Arias, uh, Peter Fairbanks, Spencer Torkelson in the first six, uh, first five picks. Um, you didn't have a fourth round pick, right? Uh, so what was what was the thought? I think it's so it just reading the names off. You've been fairly successful because most of them have been healthy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, like I needed a pitcher, and so and so like I wanted the best pitcher <laughs> available in the first round, and then like after that point, because I, I had like a player kind of in every slot, like a starter in in every slot. Um, I just was like looking for who I thought was like the best available, but I also because, wanted to arise mm-hmm. just because like, like in an intangibles, intangibles, right? Well, he gets on base and like, he gets a lot of hits and like, you never know when he's going to hit, like double his home runs in a week. But, um, because I have players like Olsen and like Torkelson, like it kind of, it, they, they have lower batting averages, so I just wanted to kind of help yeah. bring up that stat with with play, like I had Quan on my team. Or I have Quan on my team, and then between him and Arias, it, it'll just help to bring up the average altogether. Well, quick. That fact, is you, why you said, you said Arias. 
Oh, Alec, you, you and I were talking about this yesterday. Just to, I want to, I want to dig into the the Braves. Your 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 fortunate nature of having Matt Olson have a unbelievable year, uh, and Austin Riley too. Ex- expansion uh, players, man. Those are those dude, are some OGs. OGs, and and you were very confident in them, right? I, Alex, you were saying that you've been trying to get Olson, and it was a no deal. No, I. Yeah, I remember not this year, but like pretty much every year except for this year, I was I I would send Lo at least one offer for Olsen a year, and even though Lo had has consistently told me like no, like he's just he's not going anywhere, and I mean this is this is best case scenario, right? Like fifty plus home runs, and but like mm-hmm. RBIs and home runs still like he's going to be up there in home runs, and on a team like the Braves, you know. Average be damned. And, and to your point, like, there's a reason that Arias has been on every team of mine in the last however many years, except this year. And it's because because he's kind of – his on-base is very – it's linked to his batting average, but his batting average is nuts. So yep. um, it, it, it does help when you have those guys, right, balancing out kind of the – the and even – I mean, you've got Olsen, who's a keeper, and, and his average isn't that bad this year. But, like, if you were to draft somebody, say, like, a Torkelson, who's not going to bat, like – 280 right you know yeah um but anyway so i I think this is it's a good strategy he's i he's a he's gonna give you one thing but he does it really well and it's something that a lot of players especially nowadays don't do that well so um i think there's a lot of value there yeah and like torkelson like he's like a starting first baseman and like there's a lot of potential there but like which which we saw in the second half right yeah and like and like at the time I was I kept Mervis. So I figured if it, like if Wilson's like bad, like Mervis should get the starting job and like at least you know it, there's there's if if he fails, there's someone to back him up. Do you right. have Mervis on your team right now? No, no, I dropped him. <laughs> um, like, I think I'm gonna keep Torkelson like next year. Yeah. He has a great is, is Arias a keeper? Is Arias a keeper? Uh, I don't know. Um, he's like like a coin flip for me. Yeah. Just because I got like, like I like it, I got <clears throat> some like I, I I have to stay ahead of like like I'll I'll have a lot of threes next year. Hmm. And so yeah, like pick your, the right one, pick the right one. You will pick the right ones. You know, try and trade the others and like stay ahead of the crunch. Yeah. That's a, and so, so as a result, like, and that's part of and that's part of like you know doing the Cheerio for De La Cruz thing too. Like it, like it kind of keeps it helps expand extend like the timeline of like keepers that I think will 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 bust out and that I want to keep. Okay. Okay. So uh, the one thing I want to point out about your team, Lo, which I personally find incredibly frustrating, <laughs> is that no matter what I do ever in life. I'm never going to be gifted the opportunity to have a White Sox player on my fantasy team that isn't terrible. And you've got Lewis Roberts, who today he is, what, 36-something home run? Yeah, He's like the only White Sox guy that has panned out in the last so long. He was on my team. I traded for Jose Alvarado and somebody else, garbage guy. Uh, uh, Lowe, the second uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Brandon Lowe? Second base, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I'm grateful because, I mean, he's the only guy in the stock that doesn't suck. And if he was on my team, the stocks would be even worse. But yeah. um, it's really hard to watch him do, like, good on your team and then, like, know that I've tried a good stock player and I've failed. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, I mean, I think part of your game is, like, you, you, you know, you, you're always trying to, like, accumulate, like, you know, toolsy top talent guys and, like, seeing what sticks so that you can get, like, another Acuna. Yeah, I will never touch another White Sox player. Well, they also, like, are terrible. Like, crap farm team and, like, it's, like, yeah. to, like, it just. Yeah, it's justified. It's justified at this point. Yeah. I mean, the only um, think about like the only stock players that have been worth drafting in recent years have been like pitching, which now is questionable, and like any Cuban that they sign. <laughs> because you know exactly what they currently have. Uh, <laughs> and since since we got rid of player coach uh, Abreu, like we're, we're, I don't know how we're going to do with the Cubans anymore. Like I think. He's yeah. Like, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, all right. Sorry for that little White Sox thing, but that's. Uh, well, so, Lo, you, we touched on this real briefly, and uh, this is actually a comment from last week. So one of the things that we, we touched on with John was this unfortunate luck. Uh, yeah. He had a number of high fives, and he, and he lost. And, uh, real tough, tough out- outcomes. Well, our um, first game of the season, like, was I got a phantom steal and, like, beat him, beat him in it, like, just randomly on that. Well, so you have five. No, is it right? Five? One, two, three. No, you yeah, you have four, or you have three. You have three uh, gap wins, no gap yeah. losses. Um, yeah, a coin flip on those uh, the gap situation. You'd be on the outside looking in of the playoffs. Um, any what what is what was your your theory of your team going into this season? Just pitching was stronger. Like I, I feel like your offense. It was you. You were praying for your offense to lead your your team. And yeah. Good pleasures. Well, I mean, like, yeah, because I generally like kind of believe in like the offense, just because like pitching so mercurial and like you just lose pitchers so quickly. Like I lost Dustin May this year. Um, mm-hmm. Like, hey, did you drop him yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, like Javier is like I benched him for the championship because like yeah. I don't know what you're gonna get, yeah. but generally it's like. A, like a like a high whip and like three to four runs a game. Yeah, and, like, and, and so and so like so at least with the bats, like I think I'm, I, they're they're just more valuable. Like if you're bad, you can trade some of them. Generally, you can keep them, and like they're they're it's harder to acquire than pitchers, which change from. Yep. From from year to yep. year, like whether it's health or effectiveness. Well, so that being like said, the... well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Chip, go ahead. Well, Sorry. No, I just uh, the, I wanted to lead into this this week, the championship week, and just uh, the the story of your team. And we're gonna we're gonna go to Alex's in a few minutes here, but the, of your team, I've always found like you 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 ride or die based on your pitching. Yeah. Um, your pitching last week was unbelievable. Um, kudos to you, but like it is, it is a bunch of scotch tape, um, really around Logan Webb. Um, you you have Logan Webb, but then you have Bobby Miller as a, a breakout right now, and then a number of rookies and or just kind of like unsure vets. Well, uh, Barrios has been pretty Barrios solid, but he was awful year. last year. He was dreadful. He was last dreadful year. last year, but he's I mean he was the number two pitcher last week, and I mean he's totally, been yeah, totally. 
pretty pretty solid this season. Mm-hmm. Hey, but like I'm looking at your your bench options, and you you mentioned Christian Javier. <laughs> you don't yeah. have a lot of like tough decisions, right? Yeah, yeah. You like it's like generally between two pitchers, and you just want to <laughs> find what will be like the best matchup for like the like, Reese Olsen. That, roll the dice. And, and, like, did great. Yeah. Right. Um, like, yeah. Well, and I I picked up Reese Olsen my bye week and then dropped him um, going into last week, and low you picked him up, and it was the right move. I mean, Jose Quintana, who I picked up or started instead of him. Uh, netted me two wins which turned out to be important but um yeah the i i'm in the same spot as low that's why this like you know offense we'll see how it's going to basically be determined probably by whoever has the the braves to play the most and who, i'm just who's hoping the most successful this week like yeah like i'm just hoping that you know they're going to cycle through all the guys and not just like rest acuna but they'll rest like olsen and they'll rest riley um but like our pitching man, yeah, I <laughs> like I said tonight, like I bet Verlander gives up more so than yeah, it's, like, it's just twine and twigs just yeah. strung together. Alex, are you really start? Are Alex? Are you really starting Sawyer Gibson Long from Detroit? Never heard of him. Yes, I am. <laughs> what's his last name? Gibson what? What's his last name? Gibson what? I do, I Gibson Long. I, I it's, it Long. seems like you okay. just made up his name and it, you made up a player and put him in here. Um, it, it does. Yeah. Sense. So here's my logic on that. Apart from looking at some of the stats, looking at matchups and all sorts of other crap, I'm going to be wrong. Playing against <laughs> Oakland. Oakland. That's it, right? No, he has two yeah. starts. Or, or is it just Oakland? Yeah, he. Just I think you're Oakland. right. I think it's just Oakland. And my alternative was Lance Lynn. Um, and Lance Lynn, <laughs> it's, it's one of, like, Lance Lynn has a two-start week. And so it's just one of those where I was like, I looked at one match and I was like, I could see him not getting shelled this, this, like for that one, but the other, but there's still like an 80% chance he gets shelled. And then the other one, he's definitely getting shelled. And, uh, and of course, like, but with my luck, watch Lance Lynn's going to, I don't know what he's doing right now, but I bet you he's, he's going to have an amazing week. And he's going to be the one that loses me the championship because I picked this Sawyer kid instead. Uh, picked him because his name is the same as the character from Lost, by the way. That's it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> and he he's he has not pitched poorly. I have, I have no idea, and I don't really care. It, it just seems like a random in both, name. In, in his two career starts, <laughs> he has not pitched poorly <laughs> yet, which means he's obviously going to get blown up this week, guaranteed. Folks, uh, this is your championship week. This is this is for all the marbles. Yeah, well, <laughs> watch Shane Langoliers is going to have a career night against this Sawyer kid. Um, <laughs> and, and Lowe just picked up Langoliers on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it's. I didn't <laughs> think this is going to be my team at the end of the year. It's, it's just the end of the season, you know? Like, this is what you get. You just, it's like, like it's always, it's who's. Like we've like all lost players. Like like two mm-hmm. of my keepers. Like two of the pitches I had ke- that I keepers. One is off the team, and one I can't trust. <laughs> like, this is definitely else? like the twenty fifth mile of a what marathon. Do you, do? You, guys are, you guys are falling down and our, crawling our legs. I don't know. Last year in the last year in the finals, I felt like there was one. It was either start Detmers or start Gray, but I felt pretty good about my other four guys. I, I know I had Verlander, Darvish, I forget, probably Gallon, 
and somebody like so I felt much better about it um, last year because it was like one of my six guys is a question mark. I picked the wrong one, right? But yeah. like, which makes it even more upsetting. But like the other guys, I, I was like they were locked in. I did not have to change my starting pitching much last year, and I really didn't have to change my starting pitching much this year to not as consistent results, but also only to have a bunch of guys get hurt at the end. Um, so, and, oh, and, like, I think the Springs last year, like, I had pretty good pitching last year. Um, you did. You did. Who had the best pitching staff this year? Oh, good question. Not me. Maybe I don't Ken. think any of us. Who? Maybe Ken, maybe Jay. I, I was going to yeah, say I think Ken. Ken. Ken seems like the most lo- logical well, and yeah, he, he got really and, and just to shout out to Ken last week. We had a it was the score didn't necessarily show it, but it was a close matchup last week. Um, and unfortunately, it was like he got he got bad luck. The, the, the fantasy baseball gods had their wings behind my sails. Um, like Pablo Lopez, who was coming off of like a seven inning one hit 14 strikeout performance gave up five earned runs to the White Sox in the first inning. Like that type of luck. You know we get, we get two games a week. We get two games a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ken, um, Ken's rotation, he's he, like I, I joke now, like Justin Steele could win and I'll say I don't think he will, but he'll be up there in the top five. We got Cole Cole. likely will. Lopez will be in the Cy Young running. And he has Lazardo, Lazardo Gilbert, Williams, yeah. Bybee. Like, they've all been good this year. And yeah. he's going to keep them, and or a couple of them. And he's going to have a lot of good op- options for the offseason. But anyway, it was a good year for Ken, and, and next year he'll he'll do well. Anyway, um, back well, to your – Well, it's kind of like just back to, like, kind of expansion teams and strategies. Like, you know, we just had, like, two different ways of going about it. Like, where he went yeah. through arms and I kind of went through bats. Right. And interestingly, though, you both made it to the, you know, the final four teams, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. um, which is to say that regardless of which strategy you picked or he picked, you both have succeeded in, in those strategies. So, um, which is pretty cool. So one other thing about Lowe's team that has always been interesting, Lowe, what, what do you think is health? You, the last like few years, you have been stricken with, arguably the worst pit, uh, health luck, right? Wasn't that always yeah. kind of like the, the, the outcome of every yeah, draft? Two, every two, years, two years was rough. Like, it was just <laughs> – I'd, like, lose, like, a player a week. I think once I lost, like, two players, like, on, my month, like, on a Monday, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, very simply, the, the names that I, I could list off, just you, you have now healthy. Chisholm, uh, Luis Robert – and yeah. Brian Hayes, I can go on and on, but like you, did you change your strategy this year of, of trying to find some healthy guys? Because Austin Riley and Olsen have been stalwarts. Um, Arias never gets injured either. Was that part of the strategy at all? Um, n- n- I mean, my strategy is generally just try and get like the most talented player. Like, I mean, with health, you just gotta like troll the waiver wire and just like kind of <laughs> have like just like, like just have a deep bench and like just anticipate that someone's going to get hurt. And so you need like someone that can at least generate counting stats to replace whoever gets mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah. I mean, and, and like, so next year I know like I'm going to keep the probably this year, but I'm going to have to draft a shortstop 
like a good shortstop. Um, you know, whether it's like a what's the guy's um, Kim over in, in San Diego or something like that, where like I guess Bogarts is there now. Anyway, my point is just that finding a guy that I can for when Bobo Shit goes down, I don't have a hole because my this year I had you know Tim Anderson and and I was banking on you know maybe Tovar coming on strong late, but Anderson is he might be done. Pop quiz, Alex. Pop quiz. Do you know the answer to the question? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. Do you know how many walks Bobochet has this year? How many bats does he have? 519. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, low, I'm going to go under. <laughs> Throw out a number. Throw out a I'm number. I'm just going to under 10. Low, what's your guess? Okay. Walks, uh, I don't know, like 25. Ooh, Alex, what do you have? You I said under 10. Okay, here's 23. Uh, Bichette doesn't low, low knows my own player better than me. Better, better than you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he does not walk a lot. I you know I I've told you that that's that's a scary number. Well, uh, keep in mind five hundred bats. Oof, four percent. Keep in mind, he still hits over three hundred. So it's uh-huh. really um there there are a lot of guys that will bet you know I, I it's not been a good year for both. I'm with you. And walking is not has never been his strong suit. He's one of those no. Vlad Guerrero type guys that will can put balls and play on crap pitches. Correct. Correct. Anyway, that was a just brief aside. Um, this is, just so people know, this is what I have to deal with. This is Chip planting the seed of doubt. And he, he's, he's not even out for longer than 24 hours. And he's already planting seeds of doubt in my team, my strategy, and um, Look, this is what I have to deal with. Is There's nothing wrong with being a nihilist, okay? I'm just wanting nothing but the worst for both of you. That's all I'm all I'm paying for. <laughs> we love you too. Is that too. what a nihilist <laughs> is, Chip? No, a nihilist doesn't want Lack anything of care, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... You do care, is my point. You care. You want the worst for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, are there any products? I believe that's called. In terms of I, Chip, I believe the Germans have a word for that. It's called Schadenfreude. <laughs> that's correct. You got it right. Th- yeah. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know uh, what you're suggesting with the Schadenfreude, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, there's another word that, no, that means that you get pleasure out of watching people not do well. Oh, well, in that aspect, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the definition of exactly what you're describing. But, but for those not listening, we'll also, or the, for those listening, we'll also just call that the same thing as nihilism. Okay. Well, um, no, I was thinking nihilism, <laughs> but it's really shit and fried. Anywho, anywho, getting back on topic here. See, I've already forgotten about what you said about Boba Shep. <sighs> that he's, he doesn't walk a lot, that's all. It's just in uh, that fact. Anyway, fact. so, um, low this week, mm-hmm. I have a question for you that we did prepare you for. Yeah, so I'm prepared. To, I'm prepared to go first if you need me to. First, I three three predictions, three things. I'm sorry, three things that you th- like that your team needs, or that you like. You look at the the matchup this week, and you're like, if these three things happen, this is going to be a good week for me. Um, 
Uh, probably like leading in home runs. Okay. Um, and like taking three categories in pitching. And um, okay. Yeah, and then um, like player wise, like having someone else besides like the two Braves and and Chisholm like showing up. Okay. Randy. These are these are good. Those are good answers. Like for me, a, like I know it'd be a good week if like three of your players just got hurt today. Like <laughs> yes, Alex, Alex, we talked about you were not going to mention bad bad outcomes as in for about uh, my team. I said no, so this, no, no. I was both teams. About this. Fair. No, fair. no, <laughs> no. Jeff, it was a self-imposed rule. Well, yeah, also, I, I, I have an observation about this season too that like whenever Chip rooted for something bad for another team to happen, like it never happened. The exact opposite. I know. It led to oh, a yeah. loss. Like every yeah. time, I was like, I'd, I'd, I'd read like the 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 group chat and I just do this like, oh, I hope the Orioles pull this one out, and then like the Orioles <laughs> get smashed like twelve to, 12 to three. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why that's why Chip's prediction at the end of the pod is going to be really important for my. That's just number two of the things that I need to have happen this week is that Chip picks me to win, and that way uh, I, I'm in good shape. No, I, is there is there at, any out- outcome where both of you guys lose and somehow invalidates this entire championship week? Is there any way that could like steroids or random outcome of the season like? I think oh, the best aliens arrive. Maybe like maybe like a like an, an allegation that leads to a player never playing again in the league. Yeah, Ooh. like no, I, I could see like I could also see after, you know if I win this year that you guys just because you know everyone always goes after me, um, all these witch hunts and everything. I could see you guys trying to impose some type of penalty because I may or may not have traded for two pitchers who. Are either in prison or will be uh, in, in the future. <laughs> so I can see you guys trying to make some big, you know, doing some t- crazy investigation that's completely rigged and to try to just penalize me for my dominance. Uh, but that's I mean, only if I win. We all got things like your pitchers just get like banned from the league. Chips and <laughs> mine just hurt. Like uh-huh. everyone has, everyone has a, everyone has, has a, a thing. Yeah. has a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, Acuna's going to get popped for steroids. He's going to get popped for steroids this week. That's my prediction. And uh, Matt Olson is um, something nefarious and is going to come out, and he's going to uh, not play baseball and anymore this week. And going to bring the, the shift the back for him. That that that. Mm-hmm. that that's <laughs> <laughs> or I'm Louis Ferris is, a, is a, an alien. He's an alien. And uh, your manager, so is, it, is your manager's name Brian Snitker? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys know his email by any chance? Nope. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna try <laughs> to find that. I, actually, once we're done with the pod, rather than trying to post it right away, I'm going to <laughs> see if I can't find his email on, online. Maybe just Alex, tweet him uh, or X him. Just get a direct message to him. Just maybe mm-hmm. that'll... No, I'm going to call him and be like, yeah. what's the... Oh. Li- what's, uh, like, Uncle... Or Auntie Cleo. Remember, like, those commercials back in Chicago? Like, the the psychic and I'm going to call and be like, uh, this is Cleo. And you know, I'm you're, you have to sit Riley and Olsen because if you don't, then they're going to get hurt and you won't win this world series. 
She's a reputable yeah. psychic. Yeah. Workshop you know, that Caribbean accent there, uh, Alex. Yeah, uh, we definitely workshop that. Yeah. You can still do both those things. You can po- post the podcast and do that in the same night. Well, yeah. No, I'm more worried now that I have to work on my Caribbean game. I'm just going to channel like Sebastian. <laughs> I'm just going to do like Sebastian, but like two octaves higher. Audio! <laughs> um, Brian! Uh, no, no, it doesn't work. Okay. No, you just have a lot of that's a lot of work ahead of you. I'm just saying. Yeah, I have a short timeline. There's only you, you know this is day one of a seven day week, so we're uh, one seventh of the way done. Yeah, you don't have the short week to save you this time, Alex. Mm-mm. Okay, you know what? I've been the victim almost every year <laughs> of playing Sunil and losing to Sunil in the short week. And so I don't want to hear that. Okay, it's finally I won the short week for once. Um, I'm not ashamed that I beat you in a short week, love. You know, not at all. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you beat me handily the first time. Like I'll, I'll admit that. But um, well, see, now you're just jinxing me again. <sighs> yeah, Lo, Lo, why do you have to lay down for Alex and and you you bring me the the the, the best of you against me? Why, okay. why do you think the psychological games like ever stop? Like, <laughs> well, that suggests that Alex is somehow better than you at the psychological games. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, not necessarily. Mm. For the record, yeah, I guess we'll outcomes. find out. I'm just looking at outcomes here. We'll for, for, for the record, uh, we'll see what happens this week. But I'm going to tell you the hardest thing I had to do today, starting at about three o'clock. I really wanted to tweet the group or, you know, to message the group that on a Brian Wu perfect game alert, even though the game only starts at seven. So I had to wait like four hours to do it. And then it was too late for me to do it. So I never like, I never got that done. And I'm worried that me not doing that is a sign of this week, just failing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, is, is it? Are you expecting a pity party or or what? I'm, no, no, no one here is feeling bad for you right now. You know that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. There's no sympathy. <laughs> no, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just, you know, again, trying to get that edge. Um, it kind of sounds like you're looking for sympathy. Yeah, you know, well, absolutely. Fine, maybe, maybe I, I am. Maybe you can send a text to like Jazz and be like, "Don't go off again this week," um, <laughs> or. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you so Reese Olsen, you have to worry about, by the way, because I definitely have his email. Um, so. <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to make a, pred- a couple bold predictions, bold ones. And uh, using in the opposite logic, I, I entirely assume that's going to happen. Uh, Jazz Chisholm is going to go over 16 or over 20. Just, just throwing that out there. Um, and- Didn't he go like. He's a, he played today. Yeah, he's he's over four today. Yeah, of course, obviously. You go um, for sixteen until he hits that like grand slam on you. Uh, right, Chip. Right, Chip. <clears throat> I'm yeah. aware. I'm aware. The wound like literally hasn't healed. I'm still bleeding. Okay, so um, <laughs> and uh, Alex, Alex, you won't get a win at all for this week. Oh, that's that's not a surprise, buddy. I've dealt with that for like a while. Um, this is not news to me, Chip. I mean, you know, here's the problem, Chip. You can't play that game with me because for everybody on my roster, I can give you my 
quote, bold prediction. And here's the shocker. They're all terrible. No. Okay. No, audience, you need to hear this because this is my bold prediction. He's pitching against, like, he's pitching against the Oakland and Kansas City in four of his six starts left. Four of his six starts. If he can't get a win, he deserves to lose. This is my point. Me? Yes. Four of my six starts to Oakland, Kansas City. Yeah. Yes. You're the one who, as recently as last week, were like, Kansas City, don't sleep on Kansas City. Kansas City has got a good offense. They do. They're well, terrible. Like, Oakland always has one of those games where, like, exactly. we just put up mm-hmm. eight runs on you. Like, it wasn't like the game that February... it could be, like, the rest of the week, right? Oh, did, they both did have you already get a win? Uh, he's about to. Yeah. yeah uh, all right, so this week's uh, already over. I, I'm just making bold predictions, that's all. Raphael Montero, by the way, if you're listening, you're terrible. <laughs> I had a Justin Verlander win lined up, and then you come in and just blow it. You're in for one inning, and you give up two runs. You're double bad. Raphael Montero. He's like, the, he's supposed to be, I had, when he was like a Met, and he's like, he's the next Pedro. Yeah, he was, on, he was a he was Mariner. Yeah. Guys, he was on my team this year. I picked him up as like a <laughs> my safe hold guy, and I, yeah, I thought we were friends. Yeah, and this was, he repaid me for d- dropping him uh, by trying to screw me over here. This is this is what I have to deal with is these like petty vendettas that players have, you know. <laughs> well, because uh, apparently um, everyone's on your team, and so when they're not on your team and do well, you just say that they're on your team. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it's just yeah. No, I don't. I I say all my players except for Ronald Acuna are terrible, and also Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is fantastic, and you 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 know he should be really angry with you. You really no, don't like him. Be. I'm a big fan of his. He's uh, there's interestingly for those listening on MLB, they do an article about how he's like a really really good person um, and helps a lot of people off the field, both in Dominican and in Cleveland. Um, no, I really love him. He just has not had a great year. Fine. That's all. He's had a good year, though. He's had a good year. Yeah, Sorry, 24 but... home runs, 25 stolen bases, a 278 good on, uh, on base. He, not as many runs in RBIs as you want, but that's team contact. Yeah, like, that's Cleveland. Team like, like, what that's you... Cleveland. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, whatever. If, basically, if he doesn't if he... hit four home runs for me this week, he might be on the block. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Sure. Okay. Sure. Idle <laughs> threat. Idle threat. Uh, <laughs> idle. <laughs> Zach Gellin's getting TJ this week. That's another bold position. <laughs> uh, God. Actually, actually, Alex might be happy about that because like, he's just – No, he it doesn't work doesn't when trust Gallen. Gallen. He does not trust Gallon. I'll be honest with you, I don't trust Gallon. So, um, as everyone's aware, like I've been trying to trade him. Top I've been trying to trade him for like the last two years, and no one's wanted him. We, I we, want him. We tried, but it just didn't. It wasn't. It it didn't work. Yeah, for, for you asked for the sun. I I can't do that. I. Yeah. Well, you know, chips. Some people do. Um, <laughs> some people think we tried. They try. Yeah, some, that's all. I'm some saying. people, some people aren't scared of the sun, and I know you're a vampire, but um, <laughs> hey, hey, real, real quick, so uh, where'd you guys uh, eat in Seattle when when you and the fam were up? 
this besides the stadium yeah yeah uh what's the name of the place near uh, it's called Gate? bar bar 32 it's the so the kraken practice facility has like a kraken team store a starbucks and this place and it's like a um a Applebee's. yeah yeah and you can like watch them practice and stuff from there um but the they have a lot of canadian beers on tap uh and bottled canadian beers and they have a mean poutine chip tried it yesterday um Delightful. they don't skimp on the they do not skimp on the cheese and they use beaker's cheese curds which is a local um Beaker's Maybe. cheese is pretty famous in, in Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we did that. We um, Juliet wanted to eat somewhere and not my house because my house smells and is dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, Both facts. Both facts. Maddie, yeah. on the other hand, wanted to eat at the house. So. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. This, another um, question, too. Now, Chip, have you seen, like, like Aaron and I went up, like, earlier this year to, 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 to Seattle and got to go mm-hmm. to the Kraken store and like, have you seen like the mascot with the yeeks? Yeeks? <laughs> what, what, what does it yeek? Yes, I think I got the doll for the mascot for Chip's kids. Oh, Didn't I, Chip? oh, oh, that's the yeek? With the, with the butt? No, no, it has like a butt and it doesn't, it's like, this is for kids. Why, why does this <laughs> mascot have like a whole butt? <laughs> yeah, see. it's because in, in Seattle that was also like a gender neutral uh, mascot. It's Bowie. You don't know if it's a he or a she. Oh, yeah. yet they make that ass. You know, so tempting um, on that stuffed animal. It's really it does it's inappropriate. It's got to do squats. Oh yeah, tempting, oh, yeah. Alex. Tempting. What, what, can you I, I'll, I'll send you guys that? a picture like after after the. Uh... It is a terrifying so. mascot. It's a great one. I know. Um, yeah. I, I give it to that. like everybody's kids because like it doesn't scare the kids, but they're just very curious. It's like, what is it? What's going on with this? <laughs> it's Pat. And, and, and I just yeah, it's Pat, it's Pat but like a, a troll. Um so has a uh, thing about trolls. It's they love their trolls. It's and they have booms, yeah, it has yeah, it has to do with the uh, early troll settlers that moved here um, from Norway. They were big into mining in the area, the trolls, because mm. they mm. like stone and stuff, or they turned into stone, I forget. Um, anyway. So, anyway, yeah, so Chip, what, do you have anything else left on the agenda here? I am um, I finally have a settled home. I During the first part of the pod, I had two ch- two cats chasing each other and hissing. Uh-huh. Um, I've got a dog that's whining in my bedroom because she's terrified of the new cat. And um, did it, did Lo? Did you know that I got a second cat uh, yesterday? You got a second cat. Yeah. So I've got Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney now. <laughs> Are you going to stop it too? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is, so the reason, part the big part of the reason that I got number two is that the first, like Vesta, my dog, and Chip can attest. Like yesterday, she was going crazy when I had a full house with Chip's kids and Chip was here, and like she could get all these. Like Juliet loves Vesta, and all Juliet wants to do is pet Vesta, right, Chip? Correct. And like Vesta does not let her touch, does not let Jules touch her. Anyway. She and really doesn't like anyone touching like, her head. No, she doesn't like anyone touching her at all. And so, like, I got this kitten, and the first, Rummy, 
like would cuddle up with Vesta and Vesta would just like, growl at it. And then like Rummy would want to play and then Vesta just like would, you know, ignore her. So I was like, I'm going to get this kitten a friend. Nonstop. All they do is hiss at each other and like swipe at each other and chase each other everywhere. They hate each other. Now, did you like, did you introduce your first cat before you got this cat? Yes. Well, so, no, wait. So the first cat, it was actually, so I have like a gate that can keep theoretically animals, but mostly dogs from like one room to another room. So with the first cat, like the first week, the dog and the cat didn't see each other Mm. um, because the cat was on one side, the dog was on the other. The problem I learned yesterday with cats is they can just jump that fence. So there's no way to keep the cats from. And so I went to like, I went really quickly to like Petco and I bought another fence because I was going to like double up and make it like six feet tall. But that fence sucked. So no, like the, the cat has not, this cat has not had the same acclimation as the first one had. Um, she's laying on my stomach right now, purring. Um, Good. But uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been chaos. And like I said, I never like the hissing, Vesta is so scared of it, she, and she's so scared of this one, um, rightfully so, because I saw what this one did when she saw Vesta, and it was pretty scary. Um, anyway, um, so kittens just are terrifying. Kittens are terrifying. I, I I told my kids on the drive up that just warning: cats have like the attention span of like three and a half seconds. Dogs, puppies, both like of my six cats seconds. like the kids. Like both of the cats love the kids' pet on. They just hate each other. Yes, they hate each. Yes, but the inj- I mean, the kittens are they're nuts. They're more nuts anyway. than puppies. Yes. So anyway. I just want to throw that low. Um, any news from you from Chicago? Um, not really. I'm 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 watching Aaron's dog right now. So Wendy says hi. Uh, hi, Wendy. Um, no, nah, just just excited to see how this week plays out. You know, it's been uh, well, I, said, it's, I, I hope you both lose. Um, <laughs> it's been a fun I, season I, too, and like it's just been like this so is like, who do you think's gonna win? Well, aside from a forfeit on both parts, um, I'm I I actually think Lowe's gonna win. There it is, Low. I'm, I'm not I'm not team low. Low, I'm not team low. I know I'm, oh, low. Well, I'm well aware. Well aware. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I've heard your plans for me in twenty twenty four. <clears throat> and and, and what Juan Soto is just doing push-ups right now, getting ready. For Dude, it's, it's seeming like Rocky Four in the off-season for me, uh, trying to <laughs> punching build my team up. <laughs> just punching sides <laughs> of people running up mountains. You know, oh! Chip, the hard part about having a team full of like twenty-three-year-olds is that uh, you know they can't, they're not prepared for the long journey of uh, mm. you know the long season. They can't get you to. Fin- they, they can get you to the finish line, but they can't get you across it. So um, maybe you well, can just I'm, let up on the whole, you know, drafting children too young thing. I think, okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm in search of intangibles. I think that's, I'm, I'm, this is my off-season plan. I'm going to find intangibles one way or the other. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do it before Lo does, but you, I – I'm happy to consult for a fee and help you identify intangibles because <laughs> I'm not confident that you'd be able to see them. I mean, um, well, well, wait, I pick ahead of you, right? Though, so uh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I know. 
Also, also, uh, <laughs> Alex, I don't know if we talked about this at the game, but uh, Maddie is, in, is insisting he wants to be part of the uh, draft and my management staff next year. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about this, but um, I'm going to have to. This is here. this is a good example of when you can kind of let Maddie be Rickon to your Kenny Williams, like have him do a lot of work and ex- ex- ow, just got clawed. Um, have him do a lot of work <laughs> and, and exhaust himself, um, and exhaust himself in in doing research, and then just do what you want to do anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think you should be too worried. I've had. I may or may not have had nephews in the past who've shown interest in doing it, but then, like, they forget by the time it's March because it's so far away, you know, for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's not going to remember that he asked you. I know. Also, All right. I However, have a thought of the White Sox in management, too. Like, if Ng from the Marlins, like, contract is up, like, why do we hire Gads and not try and, like, go over the top and bring Kim, Kim Ng to the, to the Sox and get someone completely outside the organization to, to work for them? Well, could you imagine Jerry Reinsdorf yeah. having a woman at the table? Yeah. I mean, it'd be a smart move, but that he's not capable of doing that. He's not capable of doing smart anything. He's not capable of be, like, <laughs> he's honestly, like, for the next however many years until he dies, when everyone... If anyone's like, oh, my God, like, I've got good news. I'm just going to res- respond by saying, like, did Jerry Reinsdorf die? Um, Alex and Lowe, more importantly. She worked are, for the Sox for six years. <laughs> it's true. Are you guys rooting for any Chicago teams, aside from the White Sox demise? Uh, are you rooting for any of the Chicago teams now? I mean, Alex, Lowe, I, I think I know the answer of your 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 answer. Lowe, I, are you? like, hey. I mean, I, I, the Bulls and – uh. I guess the Blackhawks. <laughs> I don't know. The Bulls, it's a rough one. Yeah, it's hard. Like the Bulls, the pro- so Chicago. This is a, like a realization that I made because the, the true answer is like, I, I really like watching the Seahawks. They're fun. Um, I think Pete Carroll's needs to go after what what happened week one. But um, you know, like I still have like I describe it as like a little pilot light in my heart that still burns for the Bears. Like it's not fun for me to watch the Bears suck. My my theory on Ohio State quarterbacks and why they've all been terrible and the fact that, like, every single great receiver in the NFL right now is from Ohio State still stands. I think Justin Field was the beneficiary of potentially three all-pro receivers on his college team. Um, I, I don't think he's going to work. I don't think Stroud's going to work, just like no other Ohio State quarterback has worked. And it's painful to watch that and the excitement that so many Bears fans have with him. It's like when we had Grossman, you know, they're like, oh, he's so good. And it's like, yeah, but he can't win because he's actually not that good. But, yeah, Virginia Virginia and Reinsdorf, like when they're gone, um, you know. You're, you're, you're really moving back. Cool. You're moving back to Chicago when they die. Um, no. But, like. <laughs> I, I don't think the Bears will win anything until they sell the team. Like just yeah, hundred percent. Same with the White Sox, frankly. I it, and the Bulls. Like I don't. It's just terrible ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been calling the, the Bears the Chicago Bears of Arlington. Just, just oh, gearing, oh gearing God, up. can you imagine? Just gearing up for the move. White Sox still is. He's one of those owners that wants the city to pay for uh, the stadium, right? Yeah. 
uh, what a, I think that needs to go. Like there, my experience in Seattle where we had investors that were ready to build a brand new stadium next to where all the other stadiums are um, and no tax dollars spent. Like the stadiums are lucrative. You don't need, you know, like there, there should be, there's, there's a reason people like having ownership of them. Um, taxpayers don't need to pay for it. And the fact that Jerry Reinsdorf is threatened again to move the team, like again, he just needs to be on a plane with a drunk pilot or something uh, in the near future. All right. Um, to close out this wonderful uh, hour <laughs> with Lowe, I, I want to ask one last final question. I, I was going to do a random fact of the day, but I'm, I'm going to do something more interesting for you guys. Of um, Who are you rooting for to win the World Series this year? Hmm. Um, if I said I'm rooting for the twins, how do you feel about that? That's just dumb. <laughs> They're not. That is just so but dumb. you can root for them. <laughs> I think they just got rolled by the Sox today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Baltimore. Yeah, I'd say Baltimore. Okay. All right. So at the beginning of the year, I placed six bets on baseball. Uh, no, it might have been seven. One was Corbin Carroll wins the Rookie of the Year uh, in the NL. That's a pretty low-stakes thing. Um, another one was that Baltimore is going to win the AL East. Uh, so if they win the AL East, I think I won like 2,500 or something. And then I picked four World Series winners. Of those, I think I picked the Twins. Mm -hmm. Um more so, again, as a superstitious protection, like if I bet that they're going to win, there's absolutely no way they're going to win. Um, that only applies for me, but go ahead. Then I picked the Padres. Dumb. Um, well, and not at the time. I mean. Right, but dumb now. And then I want to say I picked Tampa Bay and Toronto. All of which Ooh. is to say... I think the Orioles bet's the only one that, or maybe Carol, but the Orioles bet, if they can pull it off here, I'll be happy. But the World Series, I think I was way off at the beginning of the year. Who do I want to win it this year? Let's go with the Mariners. I hope so. Yeah, That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, Lo, thank you for your uh, hour. Uh, really appreciate it. And um, I hope you don't win, but you probably will. Um, any last words, Alex? Lo, thanks for joining us, man. Um, I know that I've been, I've tried really hard, actually. I'm kind of proud of myself, but I haven't been too antagonistic tonight uh, towards you and your team. Um, that I got to do that. Is, I got to do it. Like, yeah, gloves I mean, are Chip, off uh, this Chip, week. I, I, I understand, Chip. I'd, I'd feel the same way, you know, if I had, like, lost a game to you this season. But since I didn't, I don't really feel that way. I love you, though. <laughs> but I definitely want you to lose. I'm really proud like I'm just really proud that the final four teams and I think I mentioned this to Chip between Ken, Chip, Lowe and, and my team um, we don't have a single member of the Chicago com uh, mob committee connection. Um, yeah going on um, so I was pretty happy with the four teams making it had I lost last week I would have been okay with whoever wins. Now that I'm in the finals, though, if I don't win, 
And if I and then if I don't win that seventeen parlay, um, guys, you know we need like multiple wellness checks. Look, I call your mama. See, ya. see. Ya. Yeah, like I might just let the cats take over, and you know, Alex, how yeah. come you didn't say something akin to that when uh, we outlined how in the final week of the season, five of the six outcomes leads me to uh, having a buy, and the one small, very, very uh, unlucky outcome. 17%. <laughs> and that's the chances that I would have not gotten a chance to have a buy. And that happened. And then I Yeah, because so I predicted that was going to happen four weeks before. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Yes, I did. I predicted it. It's on the pod, Chip. I regret everything. I'm gonna have to find that clip. Um, anyway, no, I anyway, Lo, thanks for joining us. I, I'm, I am genuinely looking forward to our matchup this week. I hope that either I blow you out completely, that's not gonna happen. So, nope. um, I think it's gonna be close and it might come down to Sunday like it did last year. Um, and hopefully this year. Um, I didn't pick the John Gray and you did, and I'm telling you, it's gonna be resourcing. Well, uh, I, gonna, I hope we're tied in the win gap. How about that? That would be a, a fitting way for me to end this season. That would be a fitting uh-huh. way. Gibson Long um, is definitely going to get shelled by the Oakland team. Just saying. Who is? Gibson Long. No, just call him Sawyer. The picture on your team, Alex. Okay, well, the, yeah, I didn't recognize his name because just like in the TV show Lost where the guy just went by Sawyer, his real name wasn't even Sawyer. He no. just went by Sawyer. So this guy's this guy goes by Sawyer. Chip, don't call him like that's how I know him. I'm going to call I him Gibson him Long just until he loses, and he'll lose on. Wait Here's for a question for the group. He's like Nine, I haven't looked this up yet. Doesn't it sound like he, he? I think he's probably Australian, if I had to guess. Oh, hmm. I mean, either that or like one of his like parents is a therapist. Like I don't know. Like there's just like a lot of names going on. <laughs> <laughs> He I'm, was born in I'm Georgia, for, by the way. Born in I'm Georgia. going for Australian solely based on the fact that he has a hyphenated last name. And so did like Sean Reed Foley or whoever. And he was Australian. No, he's American. <laughs> he's American. Anyway, thank you, Lo. Lo, thank you. Chip, thanks, thanks for joining us. Um, even despite your, your recent uh, injury that you're recovering from. Um, so Injury? Yeah, you lost to Lowe. How dare you? <laughs> Had to get one I, more in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't planning to, but his response, you know, I had to clarify. Um, so the next time we pod, folks, we're going to know who the winner of the 2023 Beasley season is. Is it the real girls going wild or Brute Squad? Lowe, final word? Uh. Yeah, yeah. The the girls going wild have gone wild. I'm pretty excited about it. Last name is so- Sawyer's first actual first name is Alec. Just saying. It's Alec <laughs> Sawyer <laughs> Gibson Law. Yes, that is I knew it. I knew I mean, see, um Lo, if you win, can you commit right now on the pod that you're gonna change the name from real girls going wild to Real girls gone wild because you would have won it. You, yeah, you would have gone wild. I'll, I'll change it if that if that happens. 
Mm. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right, everybody. Um, hope you guys enjoy this week as much as we do. Lo, thanks for joining us, Chip, always. And we will talk to you when we have a champion. Good night. All right, night, guys. What are you wearing? Is there anybody in there? This episode is produced by High Aldwin Productions, a subsidiary of the Hubbard Woods Collective, a S&P company.